So uh, my question for you is uh, if, uh, you know, if R2-D2 could suck a dick, would you let him? <laughs> Tom, how long have you been thinking about that question? Uh, since last night. I have further questions. I, got, there, I need to qualify some things before I answer this fully. Uh, does he have changeable mouths? Um, <laughs> like a fleshlight. You know, I'm not, I'm not too sure. All I know is that you are on the Millennium Falcon. Okay. And, you know, y- this is like after Jedi. Okay. Um, but like, you know, Luke's still trying to figure out what he's going to do, how he's going to continue fighting evil. Okay, so I'm not on the ship alone. No, you know Han is there. Luke is oh, no, there. Oh no, Paul! Everyone's everyone's gonna watch. Everyone's gonna watch you suck. <laughs> all right, now this. R2-D2 suck you <laughs> well, well, yeah. Luke comes in. He's like all covered in grease uh, with a wrench. Okay, and he's like, uh, "You're like, hey, Luke, what's up?" And he's like, oh, "I was just uh, doing some modifications to the R2 unit." And he's and you say, "Well, what what kind of modifications?" And he says, "Well, it can suck your dick now." <laughs> <laughs> and and your reaction is. Are there? Did you make uh, personalized mouths, Luke? <laughs> like, you still have your same question. Uh, Luke says, uh, "Well, you know, we we, we were limited with uh, what kind of uh, you know things we have here on the Millennium Falcon. You know, we don't have we don't have <laughs> many molds or much, but you know, it's soft enough for uh, for one uh, one time if you need it." Luke, Luke, I need to ask you a serious question before we go any further. Yeah, what's up? Did you test it out? Uh yeah, well I just made sure it was working and it wasn't like grinding up your dick. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. I didn't, I, I, I didn't ejaculate. You didn't, you didn't come to completion. Okay. Hey, uh, hey, yeah, uh, no. ra- me raise my hand. Uh, Ch- Chadar Tempticles. That's my Star Wars name. <laughs> Tempticles. Tempticles. Uh, here. Uh, you, it sounds like you want to. I'm sorry, but your character's name sounds like it gets its dick sucked by R2. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a that's a bias Tempticles? against my. No, no, no. Temp Tempticles. We're Tempticles. Oh, even even worse. No. Uh, just a quick question here. Uh, Bounty Hunter here. Uh, original character here on the Empire Falcon. Uh huh. Uh, uh, Luke, you master engineer. Uh, did hey. you question? Did you give R two D two the capability to suck dicks, or does R two D two have to suck dicks? Do you understand what I'm saying? Have you programmed <laughs> I, him no, to do? Yeah, it? yeah, no. So this is something I invented. I we I had a conversation with R two. Yeah. Uh, we we it it is mutual that we wanted to put this okay uh, modification okay, that, on that him. Helps a lot. That helps a lot. And yeah, no, so it's all good. Um, he wants to serve. Yeah, no, it's hard too. I mean, he's a little, you know, he's a little firecracker. That guy. <laughs> he loves to serve. He loves. To he serve. loves to. You know. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So you I, know. So yes or no? I mean, Tempticles. I mean, I don't. <laughs> it kind of sounds like you travel around doing bounties and getting blown um, <laughs> with that name. <laughs> uh, I listen. I appreciate that my name has uh, some weight to it. That's good. My father always wanted the Tempticles name to mean something, but mm. uh, I, I, I guess my like concern is is R two is a really special robot, right? You know, he's he's even more special now. <laughs> he's even more special now. That's true. I just want to know if, like, I don't want to ruin my nice connection to R2 uh, by soiling this relationship. Is there more like one of those kind of like, do you have that droid that's just a trash can with legs that walks around? Do you have one of those? Oh, shit. You're asking if you want me to modify, if I could modify that that one. Yeah. Can you make like a Gronk droid so I can like, I have no emotional attachment to it? Could you do Um, a Gronk droid? Um, 
Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, let's let's give me a give me the uh, trash can droid, and uh, we'll have a conversation. About okay, it. I've but, made uh, my decision. What about you, Paul? Luke, Luke, Luke. So, Luke. so, so. Okay, let me just. I just want to go ahead for the record okay. of uh, the Millennium Falcon Ledger that you know we 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 keep here. Um, Temptacles would have his dick sucked <laughs> by a droid. Uh, but not R2-D2. He seems to have some kind of personal connection to that, too. I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you would rather have it be a faceless, nameless uh, trash can. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't want to personify the droid. I want it to be a, a, a fleshlight, you know? Like, I got, yeah. A fresh fleshlight with legs, okay. Yeah. He wants an anonymous suck job, yeah. Yeah. I have a question. Uh, Luke, it's, it's Paul Vovo. Uh, my, my, <laughs> that's my full name in this universe. <laughs> Paul Vovo here. Uh, mm. Got a question. Does C-3PO talk while giving the blowjob? Because I know... Uh, C-3PO is a different android. Oh, wait. It's, it's a different oh, android. Oh, oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my God. It's R2 this whole time. It's, yeah. yeah R2 is oh. kind of the, you know... I don't know why, but for some reason, wasn't, you know, probably... Oh, yeah, no, let me just be clear. C-3PO... He already gives hand jobs. I don't need to program him to <laughs> oh, do that. Oh, that's perfect because he has those little like elbow pivots on his arms. Yeah, so he can just move up and yeah, back and forth. Would you like me to go faster, Master? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even. It did, I should have realized Luke is best friends with R two. I should have realized it was R two. Yeah, they're close. Luke likes C three PO. Kind of hates him. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you in the seen, background, you, you haven't seen the most. C3. You haven't seen the most recent Star Wars, but uh, everyone hates C three PO. So. Mm. Um, R two, R two. Okay, all right. This is. I, I feel a little safer with R two. Uh, will he beep at me while he's blowing me, or after? Uh, uh you know, upon request. Uh, you know, I'll let you figure that okay, out. Okay, okay, good. R2. All right, then. Yeah, I, I mean, essentially, you just have to answer if you would like to get your dick sucked by R two or not. I know there are a lot of a lot goes into this. I just um, really feel like I need my own uh mouth hole uh for just for uh, hygienic reasons, but I would say yes. <laughs> Tentatively, yes, if that could be made possible. Okay, well, you know, it's got... We, uh, supplies are limited, so it is the way it is, but, you know. Um. Uh, Paul, Paul Adobo, question real quick. Just not a question, concern for you. Paul Vovo was here? It? Yes. Paul Vovo, sorry, Paul oh. Vovo. Uh, I, I'd be a little bit concerned. I've seen this this droid in action. This droid's got a lot of capabilities. I'd be a little bit worried yeah. that during your um, copulation... Uh-huh. Uh, that R2 might start to freak out and do that thing where he puts out all of his like uh arms and starts like electricity like electric Yeah, everything. yeah, does he have the like freak out mode turned on when he's <laughs> Yeah, it, uh, yeah, if you if that's what you're into, if you like a little electric shock, <laughs> you know. Shock. That's that's good. That's good with R2. Um there there is one thing about R2 is that he will make that wow <laughs> noise at some point. Not that I mean. <laughs> Well, okay, I do have one last question. Will he rock it off with my wiener in his mouth or whatever it is the orifice is called? <laughs> you know, we haven't tr- we haven't tested it enough. Uh that could happen. I do uh, not want that. I just want to state <laughs> clearly I do not want that to happen. <laughs> You're going to have to talk to R2. Okay. Okay. okay, okay. That's okay. up to. You. All right, now that we started the show with 8 minutes of uh <laughs> unpacking, would you let R2D2 suck your dick? Uh welcome to Goosebumps. <laughs> Great. <laughs> There's not enough bangable robots in Star Wars. That is a that is a good point you're bringing out. Don. Well, I mean, I mean, it is a good thing that we do bring up C three PO. Um, 
he is the most ventriloquist looking he is yes. mf'er in the star wars universe am i are we are, am i right i 100 percent. I, I think that's why people do not like c-3po he is like a creepy living dummy robot <laughs> He is he he is like a living dummy certainly the way he's very stiff he doesn't you know nothing really moves except for doesn't move his, doesn't move his mouth when he talks really sure you know, sure you know. except he except he's trying to stay out of trouble all the time meanwhile meanwhile the ventriloquist is <laughs> doing everything he can to to cause chaos in classic dummy fashion creating all kinds of chaos we're reading Night of the Living Dummy three today guys no oh, we read it we've already read it. We have read. We have read. And uh, yeah, we'll talk about it, right? <laughs> a little story about Trina and Dan. Trina, Dan, is what's yeah. Trina and Dan o- O'Dannell or something? Like, what was yeah, their yeah. What was their full name? I, o- O'Donnell? Odell? It, it felt like a, some sort of Irish stereotype. It's it, that their names together sound like a line from a Bon Jovi song. Here's a little song about <laughs> Trina and Dan. <laughs> almost, Living almost, with the almost fall as best as they can, <laughs> and they got a cousin named Zane. And Zane, okay, now Zane was someone watched Titanic before they wrote this, right? You, you think Billy? It was a Billy Zane reference. It's Bill, I think it's a Billy Zane reference. They talk about how hot he is. Yeah, I, I is he? Wait, they talk about how hot he is. I don't know if they yeah. say he's hot. Trina, Trina says that her cousin is attractive. I wow. skipped over that detail. I, yeah. I mean, they describe him as a big muscular uh, blonde boy who, you know, like has like swept hair and blue eyes. Yes, but that's the part where she's like, I, I gotta think, be honest. Yeah, I think that I, those would all be things that would be attractive. I don't, I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Well, he's not just, um, well, so he's, that description makes him very much so not look like Billy Zane because Billy Zane is dark and brooding. He's the opposite and, of but, all those But things. super attractive still. Even oh, yeah, Even though absolutely. he's a monster in Titanic, boy, he can get it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, real quick, I just want to point um, out, because I know someone's already writing us an email. Um, uh, yeah, you wanted to yes and that joke, Paul, but that is John Cougar Mellencamp, not... Uh, oh, is that who that is? Said, yeah. I don't uh, know. I mix all them up. All those Jersey well, people just blend as together. A, as me. a Hoosier, I have to point out that John Cougar Mellencamp... Is he a Hoosier? Uh, I believe he is now, at least. Uh, yeah, because he, like... Uh, he, what, he has that great Hold sad on. story now where <laughs> well, it's not a sad story. John Cougar Mellencamp, uh, resident of Indiana. I don't know if he was born there. I should know this, but an Indiana mm-hmm. legend. Uh, he and his uh, Hollywood princess, Meg Ryan, live in Bloomington, Indiana. Oh, yeah. He's from Seymour. Seymour, Indiana. Sure. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. And, I don't and, know. I just hear t- that. I hear that kind of rock, and I'm just like, this is this is some Jersey ass rock right here. No, yeah, it's it's America, it's Americana. Yeah. There's also a Gary, Indiana, like Indiana. Get your shit together, all right. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> place sounds kn- boring as dick. <laughs> do you not know about Gary, Indiana, Paul or Adam? Do you not know about Indiana, Gary, Indiana? I know that uh, Mark Summers is from Gary, Indiana. <laughs> I should have known that. Uh, fun. I I know that because uh, I used to watch Double Dare when I was a kid, and he said it one time. I think I this think, could I, be wrong. Oh, you're, you're right, Dom. He would always look at the camera at the end of every episode of Double Dare, and he goes, "Fuck you, Gary, Indiana. I made it." He'd say that to the camera every time. I got no, it. He would said, and to everyone in Gary, Indiana, look at me now, you pieces <laughs> of. And then it would cut out. It would cut out. Yeah. A lot of really boring names in in Indiana, except for one area that I definitely want to go to, and that's Kokomo, Indiana. 
Oh, hey, hey, oh, hey. We've all heard the Beach Boys song about Kokomo, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, it sounds a lot of fun. I mean, we've probably talked about the Muppets cover on this show before, so yes. I won't get into it. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Can I can I just talk about Gary Indiana for a second? I just, I just want to talk about Gary Indiana for a second since we brought it up. Yeah, let's hear Gary. Let's hear a story about Gary. I just want to tell you guys about Gary Indiana to picture it. I bet you guys have some Philly stuff to connect to since you've uttered his name. Gary Indiana, famous mostly for a failed steel industry and also the birthplace of Michael Jackson. Uh, oh. It is a town city area of Indiana that has gone through such economic hardships that it is destitute and run down for years. It's like the silent Detroit that no one talks about. Mm-hmm, but you can mm-hmm. see it. On the horizon, miles away. It's like, you know in Lord of the Rings, you could see Mordor? Yeah, just like chilling out there, being a dark city, yeah. Yeah, all the old factories are still just like running or have like destroyed the sky. Yeah. So you could see this like ominous dark horizon where everyone I know from Gary, Indiana, never says they're from Gary. They're like, yeah, I'm from the region. I'm from the region of Indiana. Uh-huh. Well, you know, Chad, I'm from Philadelphia, and so is Dom, and uh, our city is also like that. And yeah. uh, you might have heard of a movie called Eraserhead, which just is basically... <laughs> the, the Wait, it, Eraserhead is based on Philadelphia <laughs> when, no, it's when he not. lived here. What? Yes. I had no idea. Yeah. A couple neighborhoods over for me is Eraserhood, which is the neighborhood that he lived in. Real. That's okay, real. A racer hood. Yeah, it's a real thing. Dom, can you back? I this have up? to. I have to just. I just have to pop in here and just verify something. Yeah, Mark Summers, not from Gary, Indiana. Ah. He's from Pennsylvania. The, the Jacksons from yes. Gary, Indiana. Yes, yes. I, I'm pretty yes. sure he's from Pennsylvania. Uh, I think he is from Indiana. I'm just not sure where. I bet he. I bet he. St- it doesn't really matter. Mark Summers hosted two shows. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. Mark yeah. Summers, we'd love to have you on the show if you could be here. Come please come in. Mark, we need to find out where you're from. Mark, don't look <laughs> at me in the eyes. Um he was born in Indianapolis, yeah. so I, we were wrong. We were we were right and wrong. Uh yeah, let's talk about Night of Living Dummy Three. Um <laughs> It's, uh, I mean, here's, here's the, here's one of the first things we're, we got to Trina and Dan, and then we went on a tangent. And so I'm bringing it back to Trina and Dan. I got to say, Trina, they describe, uh, Dan and Trina, and Trina describes herself. She says, you know, we don't look like brother and sister. Yeah. You know, Mm. he's got, I think he's got dark hair, and she's got, um, red curly hair. Uh, and she says she's, taller and she says i'm a little chubby Mm -hmm. but mom says not to worry about it i'll probably slim down by the time i'm 13 next august yeah like i just want to (laughs) say right out the gate on the first page they're like don't be fat don't be chubby do not be chubby Hopefully you won't be chubby later. <laughs> Don't worry like, about it. Do not. Worry why is about that? It. Why is that children's monologue? Like, why is why are kids thinking about that in this fictional book where a writer could write whatever they wanted? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to point out, Dom, that that phrasing, which I hadn't noticed before, is. You know, don't worry. Mother says I'll be uh, physically fit at the at the ripe courting age of thirteen. Is the context I got from that? Like, don't worry. Right, you will be oh, attractive. Trina. Yeah, that's another worry. level of creepy. But it's just a matter of the fact that she's a little chubby, and mom says not to worry about it because right. later she won't be. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I that really stood out to me in reading this book. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with children's writers? <laughs> <laughs> It, 
Dom, I, I, I perked up at that too. I gotta say, I thought that was a little weird. Uh, let, let's fit this into the canon of this is a <laughs> this is a saga. This is a Goosebumps saga. It's part of the Night of the right. Living Dummy saga. Let's 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 not forget that Night of the Living Dummy one, which mm-hmm. was good. Yeah, had nothing to do. Well, two had nothing to do with one. I thought. I, I thought. I thought that two had one of the kids from one. I thought, but I, I might thought, be wrong. I thought so too. I was trying to do some research before we started recording. The only continuity I could see for this one was. Slappy cracked his head open in the second one, right? And I was like, all the goo slid out. Yeah. So now in this book, it's commented that Slappy has his like head glued back together. Yes. So yeah. They, well, he was yeah. found in a dumpster. Yes. Yeah. Which is the dumpster they put him in, right? They put him in there. Is that the same dumpster? I couldn't tell. I, I would imagine if it if two. I mean, two is so forgettable for me. Like um, the thing about these books is that they're all the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I mean, you know, wow, huge. Big revelation for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, but it's specifically the series. The series, the, they just redo the same book over and I over I was going to say, like, this is, like, look, we'll, we'll cut to the chase here. This one is the same book, at least as two. Uh, and I think the same as one. Because it's just, you know, it's, it's uh, dummies pulling pranks on kids for, like, three quarters of the book. Also, Slappy yelling at everyone that they'll be his slaves, making me again wonder, again. what is your game plan, Slappy? What do you want to have happen? Like, what's your end goal? Yeah, like, what do you, what, what do you want kids to do for you? My guess for, is Slappy wants a uh, Grecian king-style life. He wants to be fed <laughs> grapes and fanned all day. That's, that's, that's the vibe I'm getting off of Slappy in sure. this one. Well, at one point he asks, he demands the kids rub his shoulders. I'm like, but you don't have muscle. Like, yeah, you can't even what, feel what would that. Do <laughs> yeah, he keeps he keeps saying wax my wood. He keeps saying that <laughs> constantly. <laughs> uh, so I think one thing that um, is introduced for the first time are magic words, right? The other no, no, they don't have magic words. They do, they do. They do? Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. The phrase has been continued on. I thought it may, it's been a while since I've, you know, we've mm. done two. It was I definitely that was the reason two. in two that like brought him back to life or at least made the other dummy. There was two dummies, right? Yeah. It looks like it only happened in two, maybe. Yeah. It's, I don't... it's a strange, it's a strange plot device. It makes dummies come to life with just spirits. Yeah. I, guess. I think he was already alive in the first one. And yeah. in the second one, he is brought to life again with the evil words. Yeah. The, just just to refresh my memory, the first one, there are two dummies. Yes. And one is more evil than the... the One is does more cool stuff than Slappy. Doesn't like... What is his name? I'm going to look it up. Mr. Wood. Mr. Mr. Wood. Wood. Yeah. Doesn't right. he like barf on children? <laughs> yeah. No, he, yeah. Yes. He does. He, he, he does. has a, He has an exorcist spew that he does. Yeah. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Very like cool. <laughs> but no magic words in that book. No, but there the are. Book there are. Magic there are. Words. There are. I there are it. magic words. Magic okay. words throughout all of them. Okay. All right. Okay. But no green spew in any of the other ones. Only There's in the no first green one. spew. Yeah. Well, it, it seemed like I remember reading the first one and actually really enjoying it. Maybe I wasn't as jaded because it, <laughs> it was, was early on. The first, it wasn't too many books on. But I remember we all walked away being like, wow, that one was good. Well, um, I think we the reason the first one was good and the second one and third one are not good uh, is because, it, like you said, they repeat the same thing. And in the first one, I remember we were reading it and Mr. Wood like really, really assaults children in that book. Like he goes hard yeah. in 
slapping and kicking. He pushes a kid down a staircase. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of mm-hmm. violence towards children in that book, and it's exciting. Uh, which is what we're looking for. We're looking Mr. for Wood is scary... maybe the better dummy that we should have had. The wrong dummy died. We want to see some mm-hmm. child's lives in danger in these books, and he truly put them in danger in the first one. Mm-hmm. And then in the second one, it's more of the, is this happening? Is this not happening? Mm-hmm. I feel like we didn't get like a proper... I remember walking away from the second one going, wow, this was not the least bit exciting like we we didn't build on the war like the adventures of slappy at all it just happened again to different kids right yes exactly and then yeah. in the third one we have precisely the same thing yes so should um, we set up the the basic premise of this yeah one? yeah paul take it away okay so we start off with trina and dan and they're uh <laughs> works for me buddy it works for me thanks uh we're we're uh we're, we're dealing with them their dad he collects ventriloquist dolls we're up in the attic we're seeing all the spooky dolls that live up there and they're scary it's a scary image uh but then their cousin zane billy zane is coming to visit for for the <laughs> i don't know for a week or something like that some random march visit that his family does and the last year we find out that they tortured zane the entire time to the point where he almost pissed his pants and had mm-hmm. to go home. Uh, and they're not allowed to do that, says Dad. Dad says, no picking on Zane this time, even though he's a total weeb, dweeb, dorko, whatever. He's the, whatever you, know, you he's, say it. I mean, whatever you want to say, whatever kind of dork he is, he's that. And he and we you know, we all know he's a dork, but let him be. Let him do yeah, his thing. Yeah, he's a big softie. They keep running that out, which I thought was kind of maybe kind of like Zane in the beginning. Is He's a, uh, he's he's a, a gentle soft giant. Boy. Yeah, he's a yeah. gentle giant. Mm-hmm. But I related to it. You know, he shows up. The scaring begins. The scaring begins, uh, and they start messing with them instantly, doing doing doll pranks on him, dummy pranks on him. And uh, I think we also learn a little bit about Zane. He's into photography, which instantly it sets up that this is going to be the 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 crux of a lot of a lot of pranks, right? Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, it's basically like things getting destroyed, right? It, yeah, it's, it's setting up like the most precious item. It's like. Uh, Chekhov's gun, Chekhov's yes. like kids camera, you know something's going to happen to that camera. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, one of the early things that happens, though, is uh, Trina reads a slip of paper in... Sla- well, okay, yeah. So we should say that Slappy enters the home. We yes. already set it up a little bit. You know, dad found him in a dumpster and brought him home. He collects dummies and restores them and yep. puts new wigs on them and all. And uh, so t- Slappy comes into the home and... Uh, uh, dad names him Smiley, mm-hmm. and um, Trina reads a slip of paper, reads the magic words, and uh, she gets slapped by Slappy immediately, which is um, great. Which is great. We start off with some good kid violence to start. Which is yeah, nice. really funny. I, I mean, anytime anybody gets slapped, it's <laughs> yeah. very funny. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I think I have the strength to slap someone that would knock them out. And um, <laughs> I like. I think that's so funny that I could do that. I don't. I'm not a violent person. You wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it, but I can do it. Yeah, you got so, that super long reach, Dom. You have like a lethal. You have lethal limbs. You just come up and say some shit to me, and then you think you you'll be like, "All right, I'm out of I'm out of here. I took two steps away from him. I'm running." And then you're just gonna get slapped in the back of the head, and mm-hmm. you're gonna be unconscious, and then you're gonna wake up in the hospital, and the doctor's gonna tell you, "I'm sorry, but the slap destroyed too many brain cells. <laughs> you're." dumb as hell now (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry the prognosis is dumb as hell your child is dumb as hell now can can we can we talk about real quick about what is this the fact of when slappy is found is i don't think they call him slappy at all until the end of smiley 
Yeah. So he's smiley. So like I was just almost thrown because you know it's slappy. Like the reader knows it's slappy. Well, and I think RL throws a couple uh, nods towards the reader in the book because he get, he instantly calls him slappy or smiley, and then he slaps her in the face. And then they right. also mm. talk about how his hands are slapping things like constantly. So he's always he's winking at you throughout. The yeah, book. he's on the book cover. He's like he's right there in front of on the chair, mm-hmm. starting about all these dummies. So I get yeah. it. Yep, and so um, the, the, he 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 comes awake, and the pranks begin. Can you believe that this book features three children, one camera, one dummy? <laughs> actually, more dummies than that, but one mm-hmm. well, actually two dummies. Again, it's uh, who's the good dummy? Who's the Rocky. evil dummy? Rocky's the Rocky, good, and yeah. Slappy's our one bad of boy. Uh, one of Dad's first dummies. Yes. And um, and yeah, Rocky begins to appear around the home, scaring. Everyone mm-hmm. uh, seems to appear at the kitchen table by itself, waiting for the kids to find it. He drop and kicks Zane as soon as he comes in the house for the first time. He gives him like a nice <laughs> <laughs> drop kick to but, the head. Were you guys picturing a Stallone dummy, by the way? Because I was. A st- like a Sylvester Stallone dummy? Yeah. Oh, okay. Rocky. Like, ra- I say. Oh, um, I was imagining like the classic, uh, like the classic redheaded dummy. That like probably yeah. that, stand, that like ventriloquists have. There's like a there's a certain one. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I th- I think that's yeah. what they want. I think it's even as described. Just in my mind, it was funnier the whole time. I was picturing a wooden Sylvester face, just kind of like with little mm-hmm. boxing gloves, mm-hmm. and he like punch you. But I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, your Italian certification has been wow revoked. This I'm show, sorry, this show you- has revoked so many Italian certifications. I've I, that one has been in the garbage. It was lit on fire, and the ashes are in the garbage. <laughs> Sly, <laughs> stay home, buddy. All right, you're too old to be doing anything anymore. Damn, um, damn. That's right. That's right. That's right. If you need uh, Italian certification, you should come to me or Paul. You must see Don. Um, yeah, <laughs> you should see me though. I think I have more Italian than Paul. So um, it's true. <laughs> He's right. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so Rocky, Rocky's appearing, Rocky's spooking people, and, uh, you know, we go back into the Goosebumps trope of um, who's doing this? Yes. Uh, who's pranking Zane? Who's mm-hmm. doing this to Zane? Is it alive? Yeah, for a while, we're, we're oscillating between uh, Dan and Trina, uh, and they're mm-hmm. blaming each other because they're, they're not going to be allowed to go to summer camp if they keep doing this, dad says. And they're pissed at each other because they think the other one's doing it. And and then they realize together, neither of them are doing it. They know for a fact because they bump into each other at a moment when neither of them could have been pranking the other one. And they blame Zane. I, I do want to point out, by the way, that I liked that detail of the the siblings not believing one another. I don't know why that helped me more in this one. Like, yeah, it's we've read the story at least three times already. But yes. Because... Both kids had a history of pranking, are proven to still prank in this book. A history of pranking, like a history of violence, but <laughs> it's for Goosebumps kids as they're adults. Their, 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 uh, their permanent record says history of pranking. Like, mm-hmm. I'm able to, I was able to buy why they were both letting this kind of go on because they're both obviously suspecting the other person first as opposed to you know just one kid going dad i promise it's not me like that kind right of thing. this is this is the pranking runs so deep and they, they, there's a obviously a lack of trust between these two children as they make it <laughs> and i'll jump ahead just to prove this they make a they make a truce with with zane at some point about mm-hmm. not 
pranking each other, and they don't even trust that because there's such a, there's so much distrust sown amongst this house. It's really a fractured family. <laughs> but this is this is like kind of the big piece for me that is tough about this book because here we go. Uh-huh. It's Night of the Living Dummy three. Slappy's back third time, and we're talking about Rocky, Dan, Trina, and Zane. Uh huh. We're not talking about Slappy. We're not talking about Slappy. Slappy makes an appearance. He's, he becomes the the climax of the book. But why give us more rigmarole, you know? Right. Why give us the runaround, you know? Why, uh, oh gosh, uh, you know, why, why, I, I was going to make a reference to a joke. To a to a song, I don't have it. Okay, it's just it's 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 just a little too early for me, folks. It's almost it's eleven a.m. Okay. here. Oh, but boy. you know, it's 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 frustrating. I mean, you know, it's. I wish this is my complaint about the sequels. Mm-hmm. I mean, Monster Blood is pretty bad with it. Um, I forget what was the last big sequel that we read. Was it Monster Blood? I think Monster Blood. I think it was if not. I mean, there's only so many now. Yeah, it's either Ma- uh, Haunted Mask or. Monster it was Haunted Mask. Haunted, Haunted Mask, I think, was the big one where it was like, this is the same plot as the first one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, anyway. Here's the thing. And I, this is what I think you're, the point you're, you're getting to, Dom, is, look, we already know that the, that the dummy's real. The kids don't know that, but we know that. So, like, just get right into just the, the dummy, like extorting yeah. these children as slaves just make them be yeah. you know like have him like dominate them with his dummy power for I, a little I bit i was weirdly <laughs> looking forward to slappy going like i wanted the chapter to be after he calls them slaves where they have to kind of do what he says for a while like yeah dad and mom are like well i'm going down to the store to get some ventriloquist polish to uh-huh. to polish off my dummies you can't wax do- is wood yeah you guys do nothing wrong <laughs> and i'll and i'll let's go to camp and then sloppy just makes them like degrade not degrade themselves but you know like <laughs> just he's like now stab one another or whatever like, uh, well i mean he calls them slaves so it, we we already have a taste of that too a bit right yeah like he is demeaning toward them however slappy never builds to his goal he only yes. ever declares people under his control never reveals or builds toward what he wants to do. Right. And it's like the Slappy as a villain doesn't exist. It's like if the Green Goblin showed up every once in a while and was like, Spider-Man, you're going to lose. Mm-hmm. It's like Green Goblin isn't really doing anything. He's just antagonizing Spider-Man. Like He's got to at least throw some pumpkin bombs, you know? Yeah. There's nothing at risk. At least he has pumpkin bombs. Slappy... At least he slapped people this time. Yeah, you know? at least okay he got an, that. At least he got an early slap in. That's true. <laughs> yes, but but yeah, I wish like you know I don't know off the top of my head. You know, he was preparing to turn these children into dummies to, oh, to build yeah. an army of dummies. You know, maybe the words could turn you into a dummy. You know, maybe yeah. he was turned into a dummy. Well, you yeah, know, I love there, that, Dom. Yeah, there's some. I mean, that's the thing. Like we, any one of us could come up. Anyone listening could come up with their own little Slappy's evil plan. I wish we had heard it, you know? I, I yeah. think this is Let me know I the think plan. This is also brought up by the problem of the cover, the great Tim Jacobus doing another cover, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, where it shows Slappy sitting in a chair surrounded by other dummies. So you're kind of getting a like Chucky sequel vibe of like, oh, the, 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 the evil's going to spread. He's got a whole family now or whatever. Right. No, no, not really. It's really just Slappy again and maneuvering 
a dummy around as a decoy, I, I guess, like just to throw the kids off. But like, it's t- it's tough because, uh, and I, again, we're trying to recall stories that we read years ago. But the first one I remember, Mister Wood is the bad guy, and Slappy is being framed as the as the bad guy. And then at the end, it turns out that he is evil, actually, and alive. Right? Two, I can't remember if Slappy's the Slappy is the bad guy, right? Yeah. Slappy's, always, Slappy's always the true bad guy, right? He's always, yeah, they, they yes. crack him open. There's like a sludge that comes out of his brain, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, there there was there was a bit of a struggle in the first one between a, a, a struggle for power between Mr. Wood and Slappy at some yes. point. Yeah. Yeah. And it seemed like Slappy might be a good guy, but then he turned out to be evil. But I'm somehow we're sure. getting less dummies so. as the sequels go on, which is almost the opposite of the horror movie thing. It should be like the problem of this book should be too many dummies. Too many dummies doing too much crazy evil shit. They use track of Slappy. That should be like the problem of the book. Right. Instead, it's right. just, yeah, no, it's Slappy. In the very end, uh, some dummies come alive. Like, that's yeah. kind of it. Yeah, and they're doing the classic yeah. pranks. They're wrecking stuff in the house. They're breaking things and leaving Rocky there at, at the scene of the crime. And so the whole book, we're thinking, Tr- Trina and Dan are going, ah, oh, what is going on? We're not doing this. What's happening? And then they figure out it's Zane. Zane is doing it. And then in an actual twist that was. Maybe unexpected. Zane is doing it. He is pranking them for yeah. a while, and yeah, and that seems okay because you're like, okay, that was a little bit of a twist that I wasn't seeing coming. That's when they make the truce, but things keep happening, right? Yeah, and can I, I call it my favorite one of the pranks is yes. the Zane's camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before before it gets smashed, my favorite part of the whole book in terms of like a possible scary image is that part where Zane's like, oh, I've been taking some great photos of. Of architecture. I don't know if that's RL slamming like photographers that they want to take pictures of boring shit. Uh-huh. Like, let's go down. Let's go down to my dad. Uh, your dad's a uh, 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 red room. What do you call that? Dark room. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The dark uh, room. Super scary room in general settings. Horror movies have been using it for years. And when they develop mm-hmm. all of the photos, because this is the 90s, uh, yep. all of the photos to their horror have been like, <laughs> I think they're supposed to be scary, but I read it as like, sensual photo shots of Rocky, just like him in different poses. Like, sensual like he headshots. Just, yeah, he just like did some nice like glamour shots of Rocky at some point. And they're like, Who Rocky thirst traps, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I that part cracked me up. I loved that idea. I I, I thought that was a great moment. Um I I was like, wow, fun, you know? Yeah. Let's look at the photos. They're all of Rocky. And yeah. like you can picture it. It's like spooky, you know, an old Camera with a flash, photos of just a uh, dummy's face, a uh, dummy sensually posed. Uh huh. Yes. But you know, it's it's a it's it's eerie. I thought that was a good idea. Um, that didn't really pay off. Right. Right. There, then there's another uh, creepy imagery where she's uh, Trina is having a dream, and all the dummies are dancing together in a circle, and and to to a creepy song that cannot be heard, which I thought was another creepy image in this book but you it, know and that and i have to stop you there or go build off that point yeah i have to i have to build off that because that is a device that is used in goosebumps so often somebody has a scary dream that mm-hmm. is more scary than anything going on in the book <laughs> right like what is the point of that right like it, so because it's like it's just like a it's it's a cheap device. It's a cheap like I mean, scary dreams happen in horror yeah. movies. Yeah, but then they usually pay off in some way, like right. where yeah. the reality is scarier. As, than ho- the dream, as you hokey know? as they are, they usually to their best by an, a better author are used to like show a character's wants and fears very clearly. Like 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I they have a dream of being a nightmare of being smothered. So you know that'll really fuck them up later when when Slappy buries them alive or whatever. Right. But instead, right. it's just yeah. No, it's just a fake out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It, but I I thought it I thought it was the better of the scary images in this. But again, like you said, the 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 dark room imagery is pretty is pretty creepy, and that's like that's pretty much the peak of it, right? I mean, there really isn't too much more that's scary that happens he breaks his camera uh, i guess i guess uh rocky does try to choke her in the middle of the night and that's pretty creepy but wait was that Ro- that wasn't rocky that was slappy pretending to be rocky right? was it slappy pretending to be i don't even know i don't uh, there's know a, anyway. there's, a, there's a couple but, things that don't that don't connect it i do want to say there's one other scary idea in this book boys we haven't talked about oh it yes is go the, on. it is the subtle relationship between the dad who collects dolls and his brother and his brother, who just kind of like assumes his brother will pay for everything, it's really yeah. like a strange, constant, maybe a running joke where it's like the brother, the the, the older brother, the uncle Carl, I think, is implied he, to be richer. Yes, and he, he gives off just, like, he gives off serious he gives off serious uh, Uncle Frank from Home Alone vibes. <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah he just well he just like oh well you know uh they'll take care of it they'll pay for anything oh the camera's busted i'm sure your uncle your your uncle will be able to pay for it yeah oh right. no i bet like he'll let you use the the room or he, he just kind of promises things mm-hmm. ahead of time that gave me like social anxiety reading about it like it, it right. made me want there to be a comeuppance for the uncle at the end or something like a little bit of a the rich guy gets a, a little bit of a lesson yeah, but they didn't do it. They didn't give us that. They didn't do it. Uh, wh- uh, I do want to talk about dad just a little bit more. Dad collects dummies. Is mm-hmm. a, a you know I, I got to say if you're a ventriloquist out there, you collect dolls. Totally fine. But there's just something so strange about a man restoring dummies and caring about them so much that when <laughs> things things begin to get too involved with the children and the dummies and the dummies are doing things and, you know, it's dad's collection. Dad says, this is out of control. And then he shakes his fist in the air. Out of control! <laughs> it's like a very, like, kind of modest way to be freaking out about your dummy collection, but also, uh-huh. like, I think the only way... Someone who collects dummies can freak out about their dummy collection. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, but yeah, just uh, it just kind of it was like a step back, full picture kind of image where it's like Trina and Dan are doing their damn best with this weird dad that they have. <laughs> yeah, they really are. You know, they have a lot of patience for this weird dad. Yeah, she weird even dad. she even gives him like a sympathy laugh at the beginning because she's like, he'll just keep going. He will keep making bad jokes unless I laugh at this, which is a really yeah. relatable moment. Uh, I also uh, thought it was interesting. Chad, you asked if um, he's being, if RL is being disparaging about Zane's photography. I got the impression that he was trying to encourage kids to take up a hobby because, uh. because there's a moment when I thought it was really funny. This is a really funny. Uh, your parents always calling every video game system the NES, even if it was a oh, Sega or whatever. Yeah. There's a great moment where uh, Zane is talking about his hobby of photography to dan and dan go and he asked dan do you still play video games and dan is like oh yeah i just got the new nba jams plural jams plural i thought that was amazing the plural game it's a great moment of just like he's trying he's trying to keep this you know (laughs) relatable for the kid but it just just misses one letter off well here's here's something interesting about that detail um i was actually i I bought the i have i have night of living dummy three but i just could not find it this morning so i just bought it off amazon so Uh it's the reprint that i read Ah. and i noticed on the wiki it pointed out Mm -hmm. that nba jam was omitted from the reprint so really copy yeah 
Interesting. Okay. I mean, it makes sense because according according to the wiki, they reprinted that for the tie-in with the film to build off the popularity of the film, sell some more books. Oh, um, okay. And, you know, in 20, I don't know, was it 15 that movie came out? Sure, something like that. Right. I um, mean, yeah. Kids didn't know what the hell AMB did they change? Was, so they just took it out. Did they change it to 32-bit system? Did they update that too? I, think or did they I keep- saw that also got taken out of the book, right, Dom? I think I saw that on the wiki as well. Oh, I can't remember. I just, I, I, my, I honed in on NBA Jam. I think the reference to the 32-bit system has also been taken out of the book, but not replaced by anything. Okay, so I'd be curious what the what the fix was. Oh, yeah. I wonder if it was just I could have done a search. Kindle lets you search for words. I I had it up. I didn't. It doesn't. It's okay. Matter. It's okay. Um, but anyway, yeah. So uh, you but know, I, I think he is being encouraging of the of the hobby though, and he is he is showing a person who is enjoying and seeing life and the beauty inside of it. Uh, through his do you art. remember when uh, do you remember there was like a string of goosebumps books that started like w- within the first three chapters rl would just like fucking shit on something kids liked <laughs> like if it wasn't comic books he was like this sucks kids are doing this and i hate it do you remember that i kind of do I, I, mean, I feel like that's been a general i've been feeling the reverse of how do you do fellow kids in all of these books where it's like uh, like you can feel the eye roll in all of them, to me at least. Uh, right, sure. right, yeah. This one felt like he was trying to. He was trying to be like, stop playing video games and take some damn pictures, kids. That's what I got. <laughs> that's the vibe I picked up. But he always unpacks it in a way that's very personal. Yes, like he'll like he'll have the character. Well, again, you know. RL, I think the, these are the things that RL had peppered into these in the edit. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, he would always take the perspective of the kid and be like. I'm a kid. I don't see why kids do the X. X is stupid and dumb. I'd yeah. rather learn about plants. You know, which it, is fine. Yeah, I uh, I actually really want to bring this up because I'm trying to find. There was a moment where I felt like the kids' dialogue was actually really on point for just kind of like banal child talk. Oh and, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm trying to find it. Um, it's it's when uh, Zane first uh, shows up and they're like, they're, I think they're like out like taking pictures or something like that, and they're like trying to be nice to him and they're like it's real cool that you take pictures and he's like yeah oh here it is <laughs> yeah uh, co- uh he's like yeah i want to take some pictures he replied he raised his camera in both hands cool dan said that's a cool idea i could see that he was trying to be friendly to zane i didn't want to be left out it's neat that you're into photography i told zane yeah i know he replied <laughs> i thought that was like perfect <laughs> banal children talk like i was like i have definitely been a part of young children conversations that are that baseline and banal it's great i, I still that. have those conversations <laughs> yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> i mean like that's cool like for me i have um it's i don't mean to be rude but if i can't find something interesting i just do not care about it uh-huh. um and so like i will have that someone will be like oh yeah i'm really into uh, i don't know i can't think of a topic off the top of my head because i usually am my interest is usually peaked i want to know more mm-hmm so I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I will just straight go, I've got nothing to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. cool. It's cool that you like that. That is right. the extent of it. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, it, but so anyways, they 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 have a, the run around. They discover a, uh, it, while taking photographs, they discover a well in the backyard. Eventually, shit goes down. And that's when Zane's <laughs> camera is broken and he has an absolute freak out. And yeah. uh, the whole also, family's upset. The whole family's furious. Yeah, there's a big, beautiful dinner party happening. Mom and dad have gone 
to you know the whole the they they've gone the distance in this. They've brought out the nice china. They bought fresh flowers. They got <laughs> they got some uh some what is it uh the New Orleans uh style of cooking Gum, some, some Cajun, gumbo Cajun, Cajun yeah they, gumbo. They, they got some some Cajun potatoes on the table. They went they got the spices out. They broke out the good stuff. Uh and you know they're about to have a nice dinner and then Zane's camera is broken and then they all are upstairs and Dad is. Super upset. He's convinced that Trina or Dan are up to this. And then Zane runs out of the room. And then downstairs we hear another crash. And they all run downstairs to find everything absolutely destroyed. Just completely. Just the whole room is just wrecked. Mm-hmm. And it's the the party's ruined. Mom is mom is broken. She's sobbing. <laughs> dad dad is dad is shaking his fist in the air as as Dub said, saying, "This is too much." This is simply too a much. Crime has and happened here today. This is this cannot be. We, I cannot abide this. And he goes upstairs, and that's when we the kids decide they finally they're gonna. They think Zane did it. They still think Zane is double crossing them on their truce, their prank truce. Uh, is it, it Paul? Not to cut you off. Is that the same disaster? Because there's so many crashes. Is that the one where they come downstairs and the wine is spilled? And I believe yes. Smiley and another dummy. Are toasting one another? Yeah, they're they're toasting each other. It's, I think it's actually yeah, Smiley, aka Slappy, uh, and one of the other uh, named dummies from upstairs are, are chilling down there. Uh, okay, cheersing over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and okay. this all happens after the children are assaulted by Slappy, and they know who Slappy is at this point. Uh, they do get assaulted, and uh, Trina tries to take some pictures of Slappy in the process to to try and uh, get some evidence. But of course, during the uh, the the fracas, uh, the camera is knocked aside, and the the film is released and and destroyed, so they can't prove to father that this was done by Slappy. Um, so they are hiding again after this horrible night in the attic, and they're going to catch Slappy in the act, and uh, they find him, they catch him. <laughs> and Slappy, Slappy kicks the shit out of the kids. He's hitting them in the legs. He's slapping them in the face. He's yeah. He's doing serious it's damage. It's, it's brutal ass damage. That Slappy he, he's is. an adult. I mean, he's an adult. Yeah, let's he has. Be he, he has a man's strength. This is the this is the question we bring up every dummy episode: is what is the proportional strength of Slappy? Is he as strong as a man? Is he as strong as a toy? I, what is his is he powered by muscles is he powered by demon energy it's demon energy it, it definitely it's definitely demon energy and he grabs um uh trina's arm and is really squeezing it to the point where she's in real pain yeah she thinks know? she thinks her wrists are going to be broken by the strength of this dummy's demon magic so she's got like jason <laughs> jason strength yeah yeah he he, is he's her. got jason strength you know yeah without a doubt and uh he he does a number on these kids. He really rough. He really tunes them up. Uh, but they they do they do overcome him and uh, take him outside and dump him in the well. And they got him, right, guys? Of course they got him. But you can we tell got him. we're only three quarters of the way through the, the PDF. So there's there's no way they got him. I do think they at least like it was kind of forced. The well was foreshadowed by another one of Zane's photography yeah. projects mm-hmm. in a way that was at least a little bit subtle. I didn't hate it. Yeah. 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 I thought it was nice that they, they yeah, check off well that. Yeah. So they, they do that and, uh, and they dump him in. And then the next morning he's just hanging out in the bat in the kitchen, just soaking fucking wet. Can I stop the, stop you guys to recap there just to bring out a point that really threw me in the book at this moment. So they, they tie up slappy by mm-hmm. tying his limbs together, which I think even as a kid, I was like, I don't know, are you guys just like twisting it like a like a bread twisty tie? Like that kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, he's like a pretzel. He's like a pretzel doll. Like yeah. a pretzel. So they're carrying him and he's struggling. 
out to the back. They're freezing cold. It's at night. And there's this detail that while they're carrying Slappy, something else skitters along the ground and they can't see what. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, it's really weird. So I was like, oh, I guess the other dummies are alive. But as far uh-huh. as we, and, and they never answer what it was. I always assume it's the thing that like let Slappy out of the well because uh, they don't cover mm. it up at all. Sounds like sounds like uh, left in from a previous draft. Maybe, Maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's not until we find out a, a minute later that Slappy, no other dummies at this point have been sentient, as far as we're aware of. I, it sounds so, like you uncovered a demon, Chad. <laughs> If I go back into the book and that sentence is not there, I'm scared. I'm really scared. You found a hidden dame, a hidden demon in this a book. Good demon job, right there in the book. Sorry, but please, I just want to call it that part that I wonder if it tripped up you guys as well. But if, yeah, uh, no, I, I missed it somehow. But thank you for calling that out. I, I, I just want to say that I, I wish, I wish one of these Goosebumps book was about Mailer Damon, the guy who emails you when you email <laughs> someone who doesn't exist, the most busy yeah. man on the internet. Yeah, he eats all your mail, too, if you don't answer. Mm-hmm. He eats it. Anyway, go on, Paul. So, yeah, they, they find him in the... He's back. He's back, and Dad has him in the in the kitchen in the morning. Dad's trying to make pancakes for everyone, even though he had... Look, you know, Dom, you're talking about this dad and his <laughs> weird energy and stuff like that, but this dad had the worst night of his life, we could tell, the night before, and he still got up in the morning and was going to make his kids pancakes, so I'm going to give this guy... I'm going to give this guy a, okay. a good dad award. Okay. Uh, but he needs his his pancake pan. He absolutely needs it. And this is what I think is one of the funniest <laughs> parents ignoring kids moments in one of these Goosebumps books. Trina comes clean about everything. She tries to tell dad about all the stuff. She lays it all out to him. He doesn't hear it because he's banging freaking pots and pans around. And he, he just is like, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. I'm looking for my pancake pan, honey. I, and just completely ignores him. Brushes him off in a great moment of classic Goosebumps parents not listening to the kid. Yes. Also made me worried that the pan uh, was going to be a weapon that Slappy had grabbed. Oh, that could have been great, Chad. Nope. nope just a, just, just couldn't find the pan. Just an everyday normal problem. I'm so upset that. Nobody got slapped with a pan in this. <laughs> I know. I mean, hey, in a previous draft, maybe. Maybe someone maybe. got slapped with that pan. I think they I think they really do tone these down. Yes. I think there probably was a decent amount of violence and and uh and Oh yeah. I mean I have and, like, all crab about walking that. dummies. Yes. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think R. L. writes a murder pass on every script. He writes one where like the kids just get like eviscerated. The death draft. The death draft. He gets it out of his system. Then the other goes, whoa. All right. Well, uh, maybe they just get lightly choked. Is that okay? And RL's like, yeah. fine, fine. RL's dark drafts. He has a <laughs> the earnest. The <laughs> earnest kills seven Yes, draft. earnest kills seven draft. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, just a call back to a recent fascination or an old fascination of ours, which now no longer exists. There was a montage of all the... Of all the of all the kills in uh, Ernest Scared Stupid, and then at it at the end it says Ernest Kills Seven. Or <laughs> <laughs> I, I anyway. couldn't find that video game. We tried to we tried. To oh, they took it down. Damn. Yeah. Ernest Ernest shut it down. The estate of Ernest people yes. shut it down. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Jim Varney's estate shut it down. Uh, they they uh, yeah. So they 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 find out that Slappy has escaped the water prison they put him in easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have to take Slappy out. And I think it's like, it's a real weird situation, right? Don't they just like, they like, I don't even remember exactly how it happens. They tackle him a bunch. It's a lot of like multiple encounters in the attic, just wrestling with Slappy. 
Yeah, they bring him back upstairs. They just pick him up, his wet ass. They pick his wet ass up, <laughs> take him upstairs, and he's like talking shit to them, right? Like as they're carrying him up, and they throw him in the attic, and he doesn't do anything. Slappy just like he's just now he's calling them slaves, and just like he's on a victory lap. He's like, "You're yeah. gonna do what I say." He thinks he's got him. His his only motivation, as I was gonna call it, Paul. His only motivation here. Is only in this maybe like half a chapter where maybe there's a through line of I will make you guys be my slaves all summer. I will keep it so that you guys never like the closest to a game plan of I will behave so that you guys do what I say and you guys are my slave. I was like, okay, Slappy's at least thought through a step of this. Right, he's got a. He's not a big picture guy, but he's got no. something cooked. Sorry, up. I just want to point out the only time Slappy thought ahead. Sorry, please yes. go ahead. No, definitely. So they throw him in the attic, and they decide we're going to go up and we're going to take him out again. We're going to try again. We're just going to repeat the same step we did last time. <laughs> we're going to go upstairs. We're going to try again and take this guy out. So they go up and they sneak up at night, and they think he's asleep. And Trina has the idea of like, hey, maybe I read the words again, uh, and we'll get him. And and Slappy is is sleeping. <laughs> they walk upstairs, and Slappy is. <laughs> Is, is resting his demonic energy in the middle of the floor. They sneak up to him, and what? And she goes to get the the card out of his his jacket pocket, and then Slappy, of course, was waiting. He says, "Gotcha!" and he slaps her again in classic Slappy fashion. Well, he he grabs her he grabs her arm, doesn't doesn't he? And this is where he squeezes her arm, and yes. she's like, "My yeah. rats!" Yeah, so she's getting jacked up by him again. And uh, luckily for us, though, Dan is quick thinking, grabs the card, doesn't try to stop Slappy, tr- grabs the card. And reads the words out, but they don't work. And Slappy laughs in their faces. And then all of the other dummies come to life and begin to surround them. And they go to town on Slappy. And we hear Slappy scream, a a horror scream of death, a death-curdling scream. And they gang gang beat Slappy (laughs) down. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's described as, like, maybe the closest thing to a scary image in this book of just, like, a mass of writhing dolls on top. They said there was like a dog pile of just like yes. dummies twisting around Slappy, so you can't even uh-huh. see him. That's kind of scary. That's kind of a scary. Well, image. I, th- I, I think that I think the scene must be censored as well. They must have rolled this back as well because it's very vague as to mm-hmm. what is going on in that dog pile. Yeah. Um. And then when it's over, all the dolls are lifeless again, but they're all tangled up like a like a rat king. Yeah. Yeah. Doll king. <laughs> There's a doll king. Yes. <laughs> and it's kind of interesting it's like what what happened like it's not definitive and yeah. maybe by design so that they can set up the very end right which is which is what I happens mean. now so they they do this they think they're well we're free the dummies saved us the other dummies saved us and the next day uh the uncle and zane are leaving and they're saying goodbye and zane whispers to his cousin i hope i never come back here again which is a <laughs> which is a great thing to whisper to your cousin and then yeah. uh and then as he's about to leave Zane sa- says, I've given up on photography. I'm done with photography. I don't need a new camera because their dad offers him a camera. And he says, no, I think I'm taking up vent- ventriloquism to his dad, to their dad. And he he is overjoyed by this. And he's like, oh, run upstairs and get him a dummy, Trina. Go get him one of the dummies. And what does Trina do? She goes up. She grabs Slappy. She brings him down and hands him to Zane and says, have fun. And fucking... Evil curses her cousin for the rest of his life to yeah, have an evil Slappy doll. Yeah, and Slappy winks at her as he's loaded into the car. And yeah, he like, winks at her. Yep, it's, and it's, that's it. The that's dummy it. winks at the end. <laughs> and we're and and we're left we're left with another open ended ending where 
Slappy can continue his evil reign of cre- of maybe having slaves for some unknown reason at some point. Uh, uh, to to a goal, who knows? A goal unknown. <laughs> I would love to have a, a Night of the Living Dummy book start with enslaved kids serving. That would yeah, be great. Yeah, that'd be great. Let's start there. And then something happens. He gets he has to get away or he's discarded in a way or he's hid. Mm-hmm. And then we have more adventures of Slappy outside of that. I, I would love I mean, that. I know that the Goosebumps series, there's a whole Slappies series. Apparently. It's like Slappy World yeah. now, which at some point yeah. maybe we'll dive into. I don't know. I mean, yeah. maybe that's what he was building to. We never got yeah, to maybe. know. Maybe. <laughs> he was building his world. I would love to see like a book that opens up with kids doing weird out of character stuff, right? Doing like being really bad. And then mm. we like, and like maybe one, maybe our main character is being bullied by like tons of kids and they don't, maybe they were like his former friends or her former friends. And they're being they're being bullied by their friends, and then we we discover that they're being controlled by a by Slappy and his army of evil dummies. That would be cool. Yeah, like isn't it interesting how each one of us can just come up with on the top of our heads um, <laughs> a much more interesting story? <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that RL, you better watch out, boy. We're coming. I at least like. At least find different settings for Slappy to be scary. Like, like you guys are come up with great ones, or like a boy is trapped in a ventriloquist museum, and Slappy happens to be there, so it's like no one's there to help you. Or, or like they go on vacation to Hawaii, and it's a beach dummy story. <laughs> I don't know. Slappy goes Hawaiian would be great. I I was honestly gonna say Slappy goes to the beach. If I'm Slappy, honestly, if Slappy surfed in a book, I would be very happy. <laughs> I think that would be sick. I think uh, Slappy today becomes a YouTube phenomenon. And oh, people yeah. Are all kids, kids all over are watching Slappy's videos. And he's they funny. think, oh, and they think that he's a ventriloquist dummy. They think that somebody's puppeteering him. But nobody, uh, yes, nobody but can there's find. Creepypasta. Yeah. There's a creepypasta rumor about Slappy, about yeah. how, how there is no ventriloquist. There is no, you know, the, the place where he says he lives, it doesn't exist. Oh, yeah. And then, and then Slappy fucking starts telling kids to do stuff, and he starts calling them his slaves in his video, and they all get freaking video uh, drones. Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love that. And then he gets content ID'd, and he gets real evil. And, <laughs> then, he, and then he posts a video where he's shirtless, and you can see his nipples, and YouTube takes him down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, so we we're done. we're done with Night of the Living Dummy of the main series. And uh, we only have a couple more of the main series uh, sequel uh, books coming up. But yeah. I got to say, this was not an inspiring one in terms of looking forward to new and intriguing stories for the continuing uh, storylines. Yeah. At the end of the Goosebumps canon, the core Goosebumps, the last thing we see of Slappy is him being carried away to a big, strong boy's home who will be captured yes. by him. Yes. Uh, it's, not, it's not the best uh, at all. I would love to watch the TV show episode of this one. I think we've watched a couple of the other Night of the Living Dummy ones. I think they merge together too. Yeah, I'd like to see how much violence they put t- on the kids in the in the TV <laughs> show ones. Yeah, uh, I mean, what do you guys think? Like, in terms of if you had to give this a how many dummies out of twelve? Let's say there's twelve. I think there's twelve dummies. How many how many dummies would you give this book? Hmm. Um, two. <laughs> I mean, they're like. There's like a couple moments where I was like, that's cool, but that's it. Like, I just did not care. You know, it's the typical. 
the typical treatment, the typical. Yeah, you know. that's fair. What about you, Paul? How many dummies do I give this? Out of 12. Out of 12 dummies, I give this one broken camera out of 12 Damn. Dummies. Yeah. Damn. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Shit. I now I regret giving it two dummies. <laughs> Could I should have given it one. I one dollared you, Dom. I'm sorry. Yeah, you dollared me. <laughs> I might be a little bit nicer to it in terms of like four out of 12. Mm-hmm. Only only because okay. the camera stuff was like a little bit interesting. But yeah, it's not it's not it's not good. This one. This one had the best uh, foreshadowing stuff, I think. I think they did a good job of setting some stuff up that they repeat that they uh, paid off at the end. Sure. But in terms of like dummy, scary dummy stuff, like this book has so many tricks that the other books use where it's like, was it happening? Wasn't it happening? Yeah. yeah. Whereas the first one, like shit is happening. It's fucked up. A dummy, like, a dummy exorcist vomits on a kid. That's cool. Yes. It's cool. <laughs> Kids get pushed downstairs. Yes, kids it's get, cool. I want to see that. And they 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 hint at a kid getting pushed down the stairs in this book, and it doesn't happen. Yeah, they reference it. I thought that was going to be a thing too. Mm. Uh, they talk about the stairs. There you go. The very beginning of this book is talking about a precipitous uh, set of stairs, and it doesn't. Nothing happens. What a waste! What a what a waste! <laughs> uh yeah so not not the best one but i'm glad we got to revisit slappy again paul you know you have uh you're a brave boy but you have uh-huh. a long running history of being scared of, of dolls i do yes are you feeling stronger i i now know that i have a better better uh planning than dummies than evil dummies i know that i can think further in the future so i think i could outplan an evil dummy mm-hmm. uh but I do not know that I could def- defend myself against their demonic dummy strength because that's the mm. one thing that I, I've learned. That's scary. Yeah, it's very scary. scary. I got to say, uh, these books were the ones I was the most scared of as a kid, obviously, because I, as we've said, I had uh, dummy fears. I had doll fears. Uh, <laughs> but but I remember reading at least the first one, and I think the second one, um, as a kid, and I remember reading these and being like, these are not scary. And it made me very, it was a, I think it was a turning point in my youth where I realized that I was not as scared of dummies or dolls as I thought I was. That's mm. good. That's yes. a good thing. Yes, it helped me. These helped me. Um, I, uh, I realized that, uh, you know, now, Paul, you're faced with the biggest dummy out there, man. Oh, what's that? It's Joe Biden <laughs> and <laughs> this campaign he's running. <laughs> I mean, his dummy you know, campaign. It's kind of stupid in a dummy way, but also he's a dummy. Like, is he alive? Is he dead? I, I was going to say, that's probably know. the better metaphor is that he may, as far as we know, Joe Biden is being controlled by a robot skeleton in front of him. He might screen. be Slappy Slave. We're not sure. All I got to say is, is Joe Biden a dead body that they're just moving around and making talk? Because we can get Bernie's guys. Yeah. Huh? Think uh, about it. Think about it. It's funny is that it. actually makes me want to vote for Biden more just because skeleton <laughs> president sounds more interesting. Like we're just going to the they live skeletons. We're just going right to the source. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Oh, that's great. It's beautiful. I live in that. I world. can't say a good thing about that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, guys, I think that's goose. I think that's goosebuds. I think we did it. I think we finally finished up this the dummy saga for the main yeah. series. You okay. know, I I'm one I'm one to bring the fire. I'm one to bring the heat. I'm one to mm-hmm. roast <laughs> RL mm-hmm. over an open flame. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, dude is burnt to a crisp. And if I put him on for any longer, it's not going to make anyone happy. No. So I just gotta say, 
um, RL, I mean, you know, to be expected, I guess. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I you think suck. I think you're going to give RL like a final like like threat. Like I think you're going to point at him in WrestleMania and be like, if you come in again. No, he does this to himself. I don't have to do anything. Dom, I think your threat <laughs> earlier was great, which was, I'm coming for you. I'm com- I mean, here's the thing. I'm coming for you, buddy. <laughs> first, for, first you're going to get Mario's voice. And then when you get the royalties from Mario's voice, you're going oh to use that. Uh, yes. Yeah. You're going to use that. To- Buy the Goosebumps franchise. Yes. <laughs> and then you're going to write new books with even greater stories. I'm just going to write a Goosebumps knockoff. What should it be called? It's going to be mm. called Night of the Living Dummy 4, Ariel Gets His Ass Beat by Slappy. Uh, that's the working title for certain, but I can't go forward with all those copyrighted names. You know? How about something marketable that's like evokes goosebumps without it being goosebumps? How about like, um, dimples, you know, like <laughs> dimples, chicken dimples, dimples. Chicken, chicken, chicken dimples, chicken dimples. How about, um, fear piss? <laughs> <laughs> the Fear Piss series. Sure. Yeah, yes. I can, I can Dude, you don't that. even have to change the logo. You don't even have to change the logo because it kind of looks like Fear Piss already on the logo. Yeah, uh, there you go. Fucking A. It's going to be good. <laughs> it's going to be better. Kids are going to be like, oh my God, you read the new Fear Piss? going to be like, <laughs> no, last time I pissed my pants, my mom got mad. So there's not a lot to buy. The, yeah, it, it's going to be good Last time series. I pissed my pants and my parents made me use my video game money to buy new pants. <laughs> And the kid is wearing, like, the coolest pants. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, you know what? If you want me to write one of these, fucking send me money right now. <laughs> fucking $100, $200, just send it on over. We'll get the Kickstarter set up for you to write a fear piss. No, no Kickstarter. Just send it directly <laughs> okay, to my, all right. my Venmo. Okay. Sure. Um, there will be no fundraising. It'll be when I have enough money, I'll start writing it. But I'm not going to tell you what that matters. You have to continue is. to throw money at Dom until he decides it's enough. Sure. It's yeah. A, that's a tough. Uh, that's a tough artistic call. I like it. I'm going to write a Goosebumps book where every chapter you're introduced to a kid who then falls downstairs and dies, <laughs> and then the story starts over in the next chapter. Another kid like, wakes up, and you're like, "Where's the stairs going to come?" This is yeah. great. This is how great. is this? How, is he going to slip on a banana? Is he going to slip on a skateboard? You know, we don't know. Dom, you got to um, stop talking about this. The P is going to fear itself out of me real soon. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to. I don't want the the P to you know whittle its way out. You know, at this moment. You know. Anyway, whittle. Uh, I don't know why I use that word. That's great. No, I like gonna, it. It's it's chopping away. It's chopping away at the wood. The wood dam. First draft. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tom, while you, while you start working on on your book series, it's going to take the world by storm. Um, I think we both we all need to rest a little bit and uh, recuperate. Yeah. Uh, the dummy's got uh, me pretty exhausted. Yeah, that dummy wore me out. <laughs> um, I'm charged up. I'm fired up. <laughs> Stick around if you want to hang out with me. <laughs> um. Yeah, okay, hey, this was great. Goose Buds. It's a show. This is another one. I hope you had a great time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I think more I think most shows most shows should ask, should answer with a series of question marks. This hey, is another hey. one. Hey, here's here's another thing. If you if you feel like uh you you want to to you're feeling a little chills so you're feeling a little goosebumps on your skin you're feeling a little cold. oh yeah or Why your hat you your head up? even even on the top of your head maybe. On top, even on top of your head maybe you warm up with some goosebuds merch we got goosebuds merch now if you want to go we to got that. shirts we got we hats shirts. you can put on extra shirts you can put on an extra hat if you pee your pants we don't have pants yet but we we'll got get some hoodies we got stickers if you want 
To deck yourself out in Goosebuds merch, you can go to etsy.com slash shop slash Goosebuds. We got designs by the very own Dom Moschiti on there. What is the URL again? It's etsy.com slash slash shop slash Goosebuds. Or you can also go to our GoosebudsPod.com website and it'll, it'll link you there as well. Get some. These are shirts RL will never wear. So throw it in his face and get one. <laughs> Uh, also, if you're listening to this and you want to support the show and vote on things we read, be part of our cool Discord where we have amazing fans who are just like playing Animal Crossing and and Space Kings all the time together. Uh, oh, yeah. You can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash goosebuds. A really wonderful community of supporters that we love you, dear. It's a fun, a friendly, and a nice space. Everyone is very nice to each other there, and I love it. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, let me, let, me, let me wrap up with this, guys, because let's be aware that outside the world is burning at the time mm-hmm. we record this. Mm-hmm. This book also took place in March, and they wanted to go outside a lot, which I thought was very real. Wow. Uh, I didn't even think about that. Great. And they talk about, you know, they talk about, you, you reminded me, I did think about it while reading, because they talk about a nice March day. And I was like, we just had one of those. We weren't allowed we to go outside, though. We really. weren't allowed to go outside during it. But if you uh, are are also dealing with all of this outside, we, we we're with you. Uh, we're all indoor boys trying our best to stay sane. Guys, mm-hmm. what are you both doing to right now? What's your what's your favorite thing to do to to pass the time while we're in self quarantine? I mean, you know, I will. Uh, I'll speak a little bit for Paul here, but then I'll let him speak because he's yeah. a, he's allowed. He's an adult. He can speak for himself. <laughs> but I do love it when you speak for me. I I love it when you speak for me. I don't have to talk. Um, but, uh, you know, Paul and I, our lives, not too interrupted. No. You know, our day-to-day typically involves us staying at home, doing our own work, coordinating with people over the phone uh, or over Discord or whatever chat service to, you know, do these uh, independent productions that we do do. I think the only thing that has changed is that Friday, Saturday comes around. We usually go out and do something. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, now we're staying indoors more, obviously. Um, I do want to say that I had a bunch of work that is almost done. I'm almost done all that work. So I do have a little bit of extra time, and I just kind of want to play Diablo too. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Well, that's... so. Th- that's something I've been I've been killing time. Well, not killing time, but just trying to keep people entertained and keep people's spirits up. One thing I've been doing is streaming for uh, we have a Patreon for our uh, web show continue where we play video games, and I've been doing streams just for those patrons. And I actually Dom got requested to play Diablo two, and now I've been thinking about it. Oh hell yeah! If Diblo's back and he needs to be slain, mm. you have my sword. <laughs> mm. You've got my paladin. RS. <laughs> You've got my floating <laughs> hammer. I was thinking of uh, I was actually thinking of firing up my GameCube and playing some of my Animal Crossing town that is covered in weeds. I, I, I'm not going to get the new Animal Crossing. I've got mm-hmm. too much to do mm-hmm. in my in my immediate home. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like I want to get the new Animal Crossing. I love the series but uh, I probably won't get it. I'm loving, I've been spending a lot of time in Animal Crossing and I'm loving uh, decorating my house. I feel like the house decoration uh, mechanics have improved incredibly in this one to the point where there's a, a significant amount of extra space and uh, ability to move stuff around. And the walls, you can decorate the walls like crazy. 
Um, is that and, not a thing you can normally do? Because this is my first time playing, and I'm like, I don't know what's new and what's just been standard. You could put stuff on walls, but now there are like various le- like levels, and uh, you can like you can move them up and down, and like you can have so you can actually like create stacks of things or frame or shapes of things. It's incredible, um, and it's I've been having a very a very fun time with that, and it's actually inspiring me to do a lot of stuff around my house now that I'm in here. Yeah, so it's actually right? been a nice like it's been it's been. <laughs> actually working as a dual thing i've been doing it in the game and in real life well that's what i did yesterday i uh i just organized my house and today i'm i have things to do but then i'm gonna clean my house clean more so. that's what i'm gonna do uh chad what are you what are you what have you been up to i've been doing the same but doing that double dose of of doom eternal and animal crossing doom oh yeah not, doom Eternal's a blast not killing me as much as doom 2016 but mm-hmm. a little salty fun. a little sweet yeah, yeah, right. It's a little, but there's some pretty rad shit. Uh, and mm-hmm. but Animal Crossing, my first time. Me and the girlfriend are playing it like nonstop. It yeah. has given me a ton of like. I don't know if you guys ever used Animal Crossing like this, but it's feeling very meditative. It's feeling like a digital yes. Zen garden. Uh, it is. I, yeah. Well, that's kind of how. I mean, I think the original in it, goal of the game was to create a home for f- people who are away from home. You know. Yeah. So it's kind of mm, like yeah. it is very zen and and chill. I mean, the music is so good. So it, it, it's scratching yeah. a lot of itches. Um, I recently played Sims Four with the girlfriend. Um, and I never. It's, it's Sims Four is great, but it's like such a different beast. Even with cheats on, where you have to worry about happiness, of it's like kind of anxiety stressing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and Sims is funny. Sims is funny. It's it's like it's it feels a lot more like I don't know real life work. Like yeah. Animal Crossing is like a fl- fun playground where you get to uh, socialize and have fun. Whereas like the Sims are like, okay, now command your Sim to exist within capitalism. <laughs> right. It's it's yeah. stressful. It's way more stressful. Yeah. Uh, but I've been enjoying that. Also, uh, got into. Uh, I'm very uh, hit or miss with anime, but I've been getting into My Hero Academia. Ah. Uh, I'm on like season three or four right now. It's kind of hard mm-hmm. to say. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm at the hero certification exams in a non-spoiler way to say what anyone where I'm at. Uh, I, I'm enjoying it. It's pretty positive. I think I've just been enjoying like the more the real world kind of sucks. I'm not trying to like bury my head in the sand, but like looking for positive stories that can no, inspire you need, me. You need something to to get a, a little break every now yeah. and then. This, this, this is the time for a little bit of extra escapism, I would say. Like obviously pay attention to the world and do what you can to help people, but you need to uh, you need to give your brain a little time to breathe too. Totally. I've been, I've been enjoying a lot. If, you, if you're a fan of like superhero high school tropes, if you like the best X-Men stories where it's about just like teenager kids trying to learn their powers and, and learn it scratches at it super well. And I've been digging yes. it a lot. Yes. That's good. Awesome. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I've heard it's great. It's very, very fun. Um, yeah. I mean, again, also just getting, trying to stay safe and, uh, I look forward to when I get to hang out with my friends and do podcasts like this with you guys. I can't wait till I can fly to LA again. When that's oh my out. God. Can That'd you imagine? We're going to, we're going to go to that rave, Paul. Yeah. Oh, we'll go to that. <laughs> rave. We're doing the rave. I'm in. I'm in. Sick. I'll be there. I'll be there too in a latex bodysuit. I hope that's okay, Dom. <laughs> it's definitely yes. Yeah, so okay. You have to be suspended from the ceiling, though. You can't do that. <laughs> sure, that's fine. You, you cannot be walking. That's fine. You have I to prefer- be on rails on on the ceiling, flying around. <laughs> I would generally probably prefer that. Yeah, you need to be on display for us if you're going to do that. Please. Sure, uh, guys. I say I say we call this episode right. Uh, you guys want to get out of here? Yeah, I gotta eat something. I'm super hungry now. Go eat. Go go eat and consume and take care of yourselves. Yes, be nice, but and, be and nice. In the, and in the but wise nice. words of the spell that awoke in Slappy, uh, don't say it now! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Karu what? Mario Donna Lorna Molano Carano. No. Oh no, Paul's a doll now. <laughs> oh, Paul, we live forever. I love you, boys. I'll see you soon. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> That's my doll noise. This episode of Goosebuds is brought to you by our wonderful Patreon supporters. They include these spectacular people. Thank you to these new patrons, such as Kelly the Barbarian, Spooky Bones with a Z, Thomas Miller, just a regular guy, Justin Wagman, Stefan Jive Turkey Kuabara. Thank you to Egg Baby. Two in the slink, one also in the slink, all three in the slink then. Hollis Hornbeak. Hey fellas, we're smelling real good. Cardboard walk. Buddy Moral. Please let me go home. I don't want to read names anymore. Um, I only read three, but anyway, we're going to keep going. Frank Enstein. Cameron Murphy Audio. Dylan McCann. Levithan. David Cron. Germ Juice. Ryan Shell. Josh Robertson. Jonas Evan Voltson. Tommy, Lord of the Swords. Howie. Michael McDowell. Sean Manogue. Vincent Modica. Mike Lanteri. Calamity Carl. Heath Robinson. Nathan Dolzal. Jacob the Rough Handed. Connor Church. Nick Hinkle. SNES Chalmers. Rug. Allocade. Arachnid Delight. Up and Champ. Clayton C. John Pigeon Hat Barber. Sam Bambino, Fred Atkins, Nick Johnson, Luke Noodles, Mel Dipson, Scotty Pippen, Alicia Grafe, Mickey C, Stephen Day, Anthony Kuabara, Not to Pearl Henderson, Kate and Franklin, Brock Graham, Jared Mason, Chip Handsome, Hugh Bolin, Jim Greaves, Jared Nutty, Joe Gorman, Joshua Lopez, Matt McClellan, Carl Zankeef. R.L. Slink, Maloyster, Afshin, Stinklich, Blake Alvarez, Danky McStanky, Zach Bush, Jake Young, Jennifer Britton, Adam Morocco, Yanni Markovina, Aaron T. Strunk, Dak Prinky, Elusive Koala, Dango Twist, Dr. Worm, Paul's Christmas Sock, Victor, Help me, other two guys. I can't stop jacking while reread these. Jesus Christ! Brian Wells. Jeremy Bowser. Bony. Zentacles hasn't done a funny name on Patreon in a while. Don't worry, Zentacles. You got a new one lined up. I'm sure of it. J.R. Chip. Boss Skeleton. Drew Applegate. Ryan Carroll. Brookax. Becca McWilliams. Sadie Kitson. Christian Vanskever. Jonas Blotterman. I wish R.L. Stein were my dad. I do not. Corey Shelley. Stealth Bates. Megan McCormick Mason. Zach Zyball. Joseph Miranda. Nathan Whitmore. Joe. Patrick Reynolds. Plushy Pal. Low Belly Hate Me. Scott Colopy. Hood Lemon. Brian Hobgood. Jason Crooker. Horse McPowers. Jeremy Lowe. John Keaty. Ninja Breadman. Nathan Remick. Robert Moon. The Letter S. Zach Connor. Third Sergio. Spencer Thomas Kimball. Divaldi. Christina Doling. 
Tanya Turtle, Anxious Surf, Clay Castle, Wacky Username, Reed Steubendike, Colin, and I wear Billabong. Is this a ad? Colin, are you doing an ad for Billabong? Andrew Barrow. Foolish for Deborah. Still a pretty decent dog, generally speaking. Good, good. Bad Vibes Jr. Jake H. Calf. Brett. Joey Evans. Joe, remember to save early and often, Scott. Got little old moi, pretty freaked. Jordan Lockwood. Matt, the half-court warlock bachelor. Uh, Manuel Avilas. Carewise Gamgee. Miguel Pardo. Robo Obvious. Joe, spooky digital ghost, Tierney. Paul Grasso. Chick. Patreon underscore donator, comma, yo. Trans rights. Fuck yeah. Elliot Thompson III. Valhalla Black. Walter Frazier. Russell Gore. Swaggy Yolo Squire. Eshak Arafin. Your shoes are untied. Tom Whitman. Maddie. Adam Bauer. Deja Monet. Matthew Cryptozoophilia. Ashley W. Cameron Hansen. Reinfected. Juan Wallapena. Cameron. Chaboy Mrs. Purple Ketchup. Sticky Van Peters. The gas leak was never fixed. None of this is real. Please wake. I, it's cut off. I'm sorry, friend. Please wake me up. I don't know. Danger Tits. Tyler Penner. Wonderskin. John the Howling Eye Duda. Alan Saylor. Jordan Slamsey. Llama Consultant. Chosen One. Lordzer. Andrew Jadzik talks to Joe Para about Goosebuds. Gregory D. Warren. Muscles Bear. Etienne O'More. James Roy. Parker Lee. Generally depressing. Mikey Jello. Stinkline the Goblin. Lots of fantasy fiction references these days. Goose Time. Sam Hash. Chris Nelson. Cardamom Birkin Bino. Taylor Dix. Clay McCarty. Lord Cornwallis. Alistair Perez. Dakota Campion. Y'all ever uh, lick on socks? Bradford Coulter. Jacob Foster. Yeah, yeah. Cody Redfield. Keith Halcrow. Andrew Evans. Dylan Vaughn. Milky Bar Nuggets. Daddy's Happy Apple Boy. Jinkei. Shay Day. Elizabeth Steenweg. Jonas Engman. Timothy Misodoulakis. Rich Hillborn. Yoplin. Foothless Barry, the Whistler Bostowitz. Baz Gerritsen. Trendy Moron. Chris Pittman. Aiden Alexander Dace. Dan. Wesley. Dylan Eatz. Joshua Jacobwitz. Just Garrett. Thank you all so very, very much. We love you. Flypaper. The work of the people. Owned by the people. Supported by the people. Visit flypaper.fm.